Now, we're talking about God's Word is God's medicine, and I'm going to finish up a few thoughts tonight. I won't hold you too long here since we uh, worshiped a little bit more tonight. But let's go to Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 20. Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 20. And here we go. And I love this term of endearment, my son. And I hear my father say, my son. He talks to me through his word and by his spirit. So he's our father. He said, attend to my words. Pay attention to my words. Make sure you're giving attention to my words. Give them priority. Consent and submit to my sayings. Consent. There'll be times when maybe you didn't see what you needed to see in the Word of God, and all of a sudden, by the Spirit of God, He showed you the truth of the Word of God, that we submit to that truth. We submit to the truth. And the King James says, incline your ears to my sayings. Hear the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Verse 21, let them, God's words, not depart from your sight. Sounds like there's several things we need to do in order for the Word of God to become medicine and health to all of our flesh. Yep. Attend to His words. Submit to His sayings. Incline our ears to His sayings. Let them not depart from your sight. Keep them where? In your heart. And once you get the Word in your heart, then the Word of God becomes life to those that find them, healing and health to all their flesh. So God's Word is health and medicine to all our flesh. Our Creator knows what will make us well, and He gave us His Word. He's filled, he, is, he is life. His words are filled with life. His words are filled with strength. His words are filled with quickening power. And as we receive the Word of God even tonight, I believe we're being encouraged. I believe we're being quickened. I believe the healing power of God's working mildly in our bodies, in our minds, in our chemical compositions, in our internal organs, in every part of our body, from the top of our head to the sole of our feet, inside and out. I believe it. God calls Himself the great physician in Exodus chapter 15, verse 26. says, I am the Lord who heals you, or the Lord your physician. He's called Jehovah Rapha. Now, how do we take God's medicine? We've been talking about this over the last few weeks. First of all, I'll remind you, in Proverbs chapter 4, we said, first of all, to attend to God's words. In other words, what you attend to is what you give priority to. You know, it's really hard to have a good, vibrant walk with God when you, if you hit and miss with the Word of God, or if we hit and miss with the Word of God. I... I um, I just can't imagine a day without the Word of God, uh, looking at it or hearing it or, you know, I love to listen to podcasts, uh, teaching, and, and I love to hear preaching. I love to go to some of our services because, like tonight, I'll go back and listen to that worship tonight because there was something special in that worship tonight that'll minister to me. Sometimes I'll, I'll wait a day or two and go back to the previous service, and our praise and worship team just just enables us to get to a place where we can receive that engrafted Word which is able to save our soul. Thank God for the Word. Thank God for good uh, music ministry. It's not just singing. It's music ministry. So how do we take God's Word? Well, we attend the Word. We give priority to the Word of God every day. We want to we consistently uh, get into His Word. You know, if it's just a chapter a day, 
Just slow down, get into His Word, and, and put on good music sometimes. That's good to do as well. Then the second thing we talked about, incline thine ears unto my sayings, He said. Romans 10, 17, and the message says, this is the point of it. Before you trust, you have to listen. You know, I, I trust my wife with all of my heart because I've known her for more than half of my life. We've been married for many, many years now. Uh, and, <laughs> and, you know, the first time I met her, I started to hear her words. And then I saw her actions. Then I heard her words. Then I saw her actions. Then I trusted her. Then I heard her words. Then I saw her actions, and I trusted her more. She is a person of her word. And in order to trust God, we have to hear His word. Then He proves Himself on our behalf. We hear His word, and the more we hear His word, the more faith and trust we have in Him. So we, we then incline our ears unto His sayings because this is the point. Before you can trust Him, you have to listen to Him because faith is resonant within His word. But unless Christ's word is preached, there's nothing to listen to. There's nothing to build your faith. I, I say it like this again. I, I don't want to dog, dog the, the the media or or news, but there's so much negativity out there. I, I really that doesn't build faith in you. But I'm not saying don't watch a little bit of it. Again, I do. I try to keep keep abreast of the current events, know what to pray for, different things like that. But there's sometimes you just have to detach from it and, and build your faith up on the Word of God and hear His Word. To listen to God's Word requires us to shut things out. That means turn that off. That means pull away from that relationship. That means watch those draws. In other words, when things begin to bother you, you know that's time to just back up. That's time just to still away. Whether anybody knows where you're going or not, you just get to a quiet place you get into that word, uh, you get away from the hustle and the bustle and, and train your priorities if you need to. Uh, you know, there's, there's, there's time that is, it is such, such worthwhile time spending time in God's word and in his presence. But it'll, tell, it'll, it'll require us to shut other things out and, and then pull up to God's table and choose to believe God's good report over all the bad report out there and feed on the words of faith. Then we said number three was, let them, God's words, not depart from your eyes. Think about these words I'm ready to read to you, and think about if we'll just get these words in our heart, keep them before our eyes, and hear these words tonight, what that could mean to us. Psalm 103, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not one of all of His benefits. Now think about it, if we didn't let this leave our eyesight, or from hearing it, we hear it over and over, and we, we think about it, and we meditate on it, and we speak it to ourselves. I wonder what would happen. Who forgives every one of all your iniquities. See, the enemy wants to throw uh, mistakes in the past up at you so you don't have confidence towards God. That's why it's so important that we know that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. There are times that it's amazing that no matter how much you develop in God, that the enemy can throw something at you that you did in your past and it almost bring condemnation to you. 
Condemnation is not God. And then if he can't get you to think about what you did, he'll try to get you to think about the things you didn't do that you should have done, <laughs> you know, and try to condemn you there. Well, you know what? Look at what God's Word says. None of us have lived a perfect life, but we're going to keep doing better and better. But the Word says He forgives how many? Each and every one of all of our iniquities. And I thank God I can just say I have been forgiven of each and every one of all of my iniquities. If the enemy wants to bring that to my attention, I'll just say, devil, talk to God about it because he's the one who forgave me. And he, he, as far as the east is from the west, he removed my transgressions from me. I'm not perfect. Uh, to say you're perfect would be that you are 100% Christ-like right now. And that would, be, that, that would not be good for you to say because we're continually meditating in the Word of God. We're continually looking into the Word of God and becoming more like Jesus every day. If we're not becoming more like Jesus day by day, we could find ourselves backsliding. Let's rededicate our life to the Lord if that's the case. Let's do that right now. Father, we just rededicate our life to the call that you have on our life, just the consecration of our, our, our life towards you. If we've been slack in any way, forgive us. I thank you for forgiving any and all iniquities. We move forward in Jesus' name. And I'm going to be more Christ-like today and tomorrow because I'm going to spend time with him. You know what? That makes me a better man. That, that helps me to deal with any issue that might come up from another person that might not be such Christ, you know, so Christ-like. When, when, when I spend time with God, it helps me to become a better husband where, where my wife and I, we, we don't have our, well, how, how should I say that? We have, we have respectful dialogue. <laughs> Some people might call that an argument, but it's respectful. And, and as you grow in God separately together, you know, when you're, when you're develop, developing your walk with God separately, the closer you get to God, the closer you get to each other. And, and, the, and the better off you ought to treat each other. The better of a father or of, of a, a wife you'll be. The better, the better worker you'll be. The better uh, pastor I'll be. The more compassionate I'll be with people. Um, the more sensitive I'll be toward being touched with the feelings of other people's infirmities. You know, so these are things that when we spend time with God, it benefits us for sure. But He forgives everyone. Let's read that together. Come on now. Who forgives everyone of all of your and my and our iniquities. That means God's not holding anything against us, and we can come boldly to the throne of grace. But also, think about these words not departing from your eyes, who heals each and every one of all of our diseases. I thank God Himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses, and with His stripes, we're healed. We're talking God's Word as medicine. And just like when we go to a doctor, if we're uh, having some symptoms happening in our body, and we go to them and he, he diagnoses, you know, what's going on and he prescribes medicine, and we begin to take that medicine according to the prescription. Well, uh, thank God we have God involved, but if we take the medicine properly, what happens? We begin to get better, right? 
And God helps us get better, and sometimes medicine assists us. But today, I believe that as we are taking God's Word as medicine, I believe, God, that as we are standing in faith, we are getting better, and we are getting better. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. We're getting better and better all the time. Say it with me. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. God's giving my doctors wisdom, and He works through medicine. Thank God. A big part of Him healing us, though, is through His Word. And then the last part we'll talk about tonight is keep them, keep God's words in the midst of your heart. Proverbs 3, 5, again, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. You don't believe God with your flesh. You don't believe God with your mind. You believe God with your heart, with your spirit, as we'll find out in a minute. And lean not to your own understanding. But in all your ways, acknowledge Him and He'll direct your paths. Romans 10.10 affirms that we believe God with our heart. Keep the Word of God in our heart because that's where we believe Him. Romans 10.10 says, For with the heart a person believes, adheres to, trusts in, and relies on God. It's with the heart. I mean, your mind could be screaming at you, but your heart can still be in faith. Your flesh can be screaming at you, but your heart still can be in faith. Thank God. And so is justified, declared righteous, and acceptable to God. So it's with the heart man believes, and with the mouth confession declares openly and speaks out freely his faith and confirms his salvation. There's no such thing as silent faith. Now, faith can be silent with your words, but shown up loud in your actions. But there's no such thing as you believing God for something and you not having the word of God that you have in your heart, and you speak out of your mouth on a consistent basis. There's no such thing as silent faith. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he will have whatsoever he saith. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Wow. So we need to consistently say the Word of God. Mark eleven twenty three. I just quoted it, so I guess I don't need to quote it again. <laughs> All right. So what does it mean? What does it mean to believe with your heart? Heart in the Scripture does not refer to your physical organ that pumps blood. It doesn't. That's just the flesh. Very important part of our, our body, but that's not what you believe God with. When you talk about heart, it's used to convey a thought. Heart, like the heart of a tree or the center of the core of the tree, uh, the heart of a subject, the main part around which everything else revolves. That's sort of the, the line of thought here. So the heart of a person is, first of all, you are a spirit. That's the core of your being. That's the center. That's, that's, that's by which everything else revolves. You are a spirit. You have a soul, a mind, will, and emotions. And you live in this earth suit called your body. You don't believe God with your earth suit, your body. You don't believe God just with your mind, no. You believe God, or your soul, you believe God with your spirit. That's what you are. That's who you are. 1 Thessalonians 5.23 says, And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly, W-H-O-L-L-Y. In other words, getting ready to tell you how you're composed, your whole composition. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul, 
and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want you to say it again. I am a spirit. I have a soul. And I live in this earth suit called my body. If you're by somebody right now, why don't you tell them, boy, your earth suit looks good today. <laughs> but really, I'm not looking at you if I'm looking just at your body. I'm looking, I'm looking at your earth suit. You are a spirit. John 4.24 says, God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Tonight, when we worship God, I sensed there was very, very little flesh involved in our worship tonight. It was wholehearted. They that worship God must worship him in spirit and in truth. As, as good as the singers sang tonight, as good as the musicians played tonight, I was just, I was into praise and worship with my heart. Spirit to spirit. I communicate with God from my spirit to his spirit. He communicates to his spirit to my spirit. Mankind is made in the likeness and image of God. And we see this in the book of Genesis. And God is a spirit. We see that in John chapter 4. So we are a spirit. It's with our spirit we contact the spiritual realm. It's with our spirit we believe with our heart and we confess with our mouth. It's with our spirit we contact God, and then God contacts us. It's with our soul that we contact the intellectual realm. I'll know when, when, I'm, when I'm needing to shift from my mind to my heart when my mind um, just begins to, to pay. I get too much attention on my mind. And so I know I need to wait a minute. Let's slow down and make sure I'm in my heart on this. All right, so it's with our spirit we contact God. It's with our soul we contact the intellectual realm. But it's with our body we contact the physical realm. To believe God then with our hearts, it means to believe God with our spirit, with our inward man, the Scripture says, with the hidden man of the heart, apart from your body and mind and emotions, believing independent of our senses, of our sense knowledge. That's so good to know, isn't it? Because sometimes you don't feel like you're believing God. Sometimes your emotions might be going haywire, but you can still be in faith in your heart, and you're still contacting God with your spirit. Faith is of the heart, not of the mind and the body. The physical man, the body believes what it sees, what it hears, what it feels. But heart faith believes the Word of God first. Physical evidence then will come. We believe with our heart. We take God's Word with our heart, they, lay, they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. And when we're believing God with our heart, things begin to manifest in our body, in our mind, in whatever you're believing God for. Really, healing starts from the inside and it works itself on the outside because you are the temple of the Holy Spirit and, and the Spirit of God lives on the inside of you. And if that same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, He'll quicken your mortal body. He'll bring life. So let's just say this tonight. Father, I thank you for the Holy Spirit. He dwells on the inside of me. And Holy Spirit, I thank you for quickening my mind, my will, my emotions. Every cell in my body is filled with life, health, and strength. Thank God. We can expect that now. We're going to get better. 
and we're going to get better. God's medicine is to be believed and applied from the heart. Many people try to believe when they don't have the Word of God in the heart. And, and, and that's not how it's going to work. All of us, I, even, even Vic mentioned it today, we all might have come out of a busy day um, just, just, just mentally ascending, uh, what do you say, mental ascent, you know, of the Word in our mind doesn't get the job done. We need to slow down and get into the Word of God and read it. And the Word talks about, in First Timothy, it says, 4 and 15, it says, meditate upon these things, upon the Word of God, give yourself wholly to these things, and guess what? You're profiting is going to start showing up on the outside. Uh, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, Christ-likeness. But the way you meditate on the Word of God to get it in your heart so that it, it becomes life to all your flesh, we meditate, we mutter, we, we, we think about that Word, and we, we talk about that Word in ourselves. And we meditate on the Word until it becomes a part of us. James 1.21 says, So get rid of all uncleanness and all that remains of wickedness, and with an humble spirit receive the Word of God, which implanted, actually rooted in your heart, it's able to save your soul. Thank God. But hearing the Word of God without meditating on the Word of God can lead to frustration because it's not going to lead to results. Well, I tell you what, meditating in the Word of God, muttering that Word, allow that Word to become a part of us. There's a great difference between fact and truth. Theological facts need to become truth in order to work for us. Let's slow down. Let's meditate on that Word. Think about that Word. Ponder on that Word. Psalm 1 uh, and one through three says, Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with sinners or join in with the mockers, but they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating in it day and night. People that meditate in the word day and light, they are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season. Their leaves never wither, and they prosper in all that they do. So, my son, attend to my words. Incline thine ears unto my saying. Don't let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, right? Because then the Word of God's become life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. Proverbs 4.23 now says, Keep your heart with all diligence and vigilance, for out of the heart springs life. That's how the, uh, the forces of life flow from your heart when you take God's Word according to His instructions. God's Word is medicine. And I trust that you receive the instructions of God's Word, and God's Word is becoming life and health and medicine to all of our flesh. Thank God. Let's pray. Father, thank You for Your Word tonight. Thank you for reminding us of your word tonight. Thank you. Your word is, is food for our spirit. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Your words are life and health. 
Your words are quick and powerful. Your words build us up and give us an inheritance. Your words transform our life. Thank you for your word. I thank you that today I'm becoming more like Jesus and tomorrow I'll become more like Jesus and the next day I'll become more like Jesus because I meditate on your word and I renew my mind with the word of God which absolutely transforms my life. Thank you for your medicine. Let's just thank God the healing word is bringing recovery to your body right now. Father, thank you. By Jesus stripes for healed. Thank you. Your word is medicine to us. Thank you. Your words are ministering life and health to all of our flesh, to all of our chemicals, to all of our internal organs, to all of our flesh, from the top of our head to the sole of our feet. Thank you, God. We expect to get better and better. We expect it, God. We thank you for watching over your word to perform it. And we give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. In Jesus' name. We all greet by saying amen. Man, I so worship, well, uh, <laughs> I so enjoyed our worship tonight. Thank you again, praise team. I so enjoyed the word tonight. And we're looking forward to a big day on Saturday. I love being a father, I really do. It's been an honor to share the word with you tonight. I trust that you received so much tonight. Forward this message if, if it meant something to you. And forward that worship, that praise and worship tonight, which is so wonderful. It's going to refresh people, and that will help them have a better evening. But we'll look forward to seeing you this coming Sunday. We're live streaming only. Look forward to the day soon that we'll be assembling again. Uh, just continue to believe that COVID-19 is cursed and removed, and those numbers are going down in our area, especially Forsyth County, especially Guilford County, because those are the two highest areas that are being hit by the COVID-19. We speak to that mountain. It's cursed. It has to go down in Jesus' name. We love and appreciate you guys. We'll look forward to seeing you Sunday, 9 or 11 or 9 and 11. God bless you. Have a great evening.